It's time to present Scott Coupon to bring you another episode of Finance Your Movie with tips and strategies to help you get your money to tell your story. It's time! Episode 506, five important steps to take when potential investors tell you no. I'm sure you probably figured this out before. If not, you quickly will. That most, I would probably say about 80 to 90% of the people you reach out to, they're just going to tell you no. So um, what are your next steps? Before we dive into this uh, episode, take a quick um little announcement here. Any audience members listening to this podcast right now, if you are interested, this is a great deal. For the first time ever, you can get 20% off the brand new filmmakers and financing book, uh, the the all new ninth edition. I've bought uh, over the past 30 years, this book has been out I bought two or three different copies. It is the Bible for film financing. Fantastic book. If you want to pick it up a little bit cheaper than normal, just go to moviemoney.com and enter the promo code at the top of the page. Okay, so we're going to jump right in here. What are the five steps? Number one, the very first step when somebody tells you no is don't get upset. You don't want to just, don't get mad about it don't want to sit in a pity party for more than 60 to 90 seconds. Just go through your little ritual. I know I've been gut punched a few times before, especially when someone very, very close to me alluded to the fact or promised me that they were going to invest. And then when I followed up, they said, sorry, Scott, can't invest now. Um, There's nothing fun about those phone calls or those rejection emails you get. Remember, they're not rejecting you. Uh, They're not telling you anything other than for whatever reason, they don't have the ability, the timing's not good. So whatever it is, just embrace it. Do your little ritual, but don't sit in your pity party for more than 60 to 90 seconds. Just move on. And the reason this is so important If you dwell and start thinking, why did Bob not invest? I can't believe Bob is such a jerk. And I knew I I should have done something different when when I talked to Bob and his wife. And, you know, you're you're second-guessing yourself. You're wondering what could you have done different. All of that stuff does not serve you at all. It doesn't help you um, get your project funded. So the way I look at every single no that I get, I look at it as a good thing. Now, do I want no's? Of course not. I want every single person I reach out to and get a business plan to say yes. But in reality, getting a no to me, this is my association, it is a good thing for two reasons. Number one, I don't have to have that potential investor on my list anymore. I red ink, I, I cross that person off and that allows me to start focusing more and more on the massive number of people on my list who could say yes. So the second thing I believe that every no gets me one step closer to a yes, and that's absolutely true. Quick side note here, 
Many times filmmakers, especially today, they chicken out and um, they're reaching out to contact a potential investor, whether it's to inquire if they want a business plan or maybe they're following up. And they'll chicken out. What I mean by that is they will send a text or an email or a DM and they don't call the potential uh, investor or set up a face-to-face meeting or at least leave a voicemail. And if you do that, you're going to have much, much lower success rates. You really have to uh, call, worst case, leave a voice message because when you're talking about a film investment, they really, really, they need to feel the emotion and the excitement in your voice. And a simple email just doesn't do it, or a text. It does work sometimes for uh, crowdfunding when you're looking for a $5, $25, $50 donation. But when you're looking for a $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 investment, they really have to, you have to meet them face-to-face. You have to get them on the phone. Um, So that's really important. Reason number two, uh, or step number two, Don't make your potential investor feel bad after they just told you no. And one of the things I do is I just try to understand their point of view. There could be a zillion different reasons why they said no. Um, And here's kind of the follow-up that I would either leave a voicemail or I would send them a very friendly email. Tom. I completely understand your situation, your reason for not being able to invest at this moment, and I promise to catch you on the next one, Scott. Short and sweet, just make it very, very clear to them that when they told you no, no big deal. Don't make them feel bad. Um, And by telling them you're going to catch them on the next film you do in the future, that plants the seed for your next time. And logically, think about this. If you prove to a potential investor the first time around they said no, that you successfully raised all of your financing, you produced a film, um, and you actually got distribution, you released it where people can watch it, and now you're starting to monetize for your investors, that investor who told you no last time Tom, he's going to be a lot more likely and very open-minded to considering coming back on an investment maybe in your second or your third film. So number three, this might not be logical, sound logical, but it really is. Number three is you want to invite the potential investors who told you no. Some of them might have even been a little rude. Most aren't. People just kind of perceive that they are. Um, You want to invite every single potential investor who told you no to your red carpet world premiere. I know that sounds crazy, um, but, but by doing that, you're going to build a massive amount of credibility and uh, not to worry, 99% of all the people that you make this offer to, they're not going to show up. But a small, uh, tiny, tiny percentage of the people who passed on the investment opportunity, they're, they're going to show up out of curiosity. They want to see what a bad movie you made. They might even be rooting against you. Some of them might be showing up seeing if you really could pull off 
uh, a high quality successful movie that you would promise them uh, when you initially shared the business plan with them. So a lot of them are going to show up, or the few that do show up, I should say, they're going to just show up out of curiosity. Step number four, actually do what you said you would do. So going back to number three, you're inviting these people to your red carpet world premiere. Number four, you actually want to do what you promised them you would do. So here's how the communication would work, whether it's a voicemail or an email or something. As promised, Tom, I'm sending you an invite. You can find it attached. Um, I hope you can make it out. I will buy a free ticket to this if you would like. And then if you would like to bring a guest or multiple guests, you can just click on the link to buy a ticket here. Uh, I hope you can make it even though you were not able to be part of it. Uh, would love to have you come out and see our finished film. So what you're doing here, like I said, you're building a massive amount of goodwill and credibility from someone who a couple months ago just told you no, they don't want to invest or they can't invest. And um, you offer to buy a ticket for them. Um, that goes above and beyond uh, anything that they would expect. Most rational people if they told you no, they, they're not going to be part of a big project you're doing, you're not going to circle back and offer all of them and pay for a ticket. Now, here's the thing. Let's just say you invite 100 potential investors who passed. They, they said no. Um, only about two or three of them might uh, take you up on the offer. Okay, so worst case, it's going to be uh, let's say your ticket cost might be 10 or 15 bucks. It's, it's not going to be much money. Um, you don't need to uh, pay for any of the guests they're bringing. That should be totally on them. Um, and then the 99% of the people, let's say you, you sent 100 invitations out to these people who told you no, 97 out of 100 or 98 out of 100, um, they're not going to show up, but still, just the fact that you made the offer to them, that really means a lot. And that's it's just a, a massive amount of goodwill. Number five, this is kind of the last thing here. You want to send them a link when your movie is completely finished and in distribution. Um, you should either send them a cheap TVOD transactional video on demand link. Let's say your movie is now available to the public on iTunes or Google Play or Amazon for $3.99 or $4.99. Preferably, what I usually do is I wait till the movie is uh, free, like an, an AVOD advertising video on demand where they might have to see a few commercials. And I'll say, this will be my communication. I'll say, hey, Tom, uh, sorry the timing didn't work out when we spoke last year. Uh, just wasn't good for you. I understand. No problems. But as I promised, here is a link for you to see the finished movie uh, that you were considering being part of. And you can now watch it for free. Hope you enjoy and uh, maybe even catch you on our next movie that we do next year. So um, that, again, creating a massive amounts of goodwill you're actually showing them what they might have been doubting that you could pull off 
from the very, very beginning, and maybe that's one of the reasons why they didn't invest, and you're providing massive, massive proof of concept. Everything you promised these potential investors last year, you did, and this is just showing them. They can watch the free movie, and this plants the seed. All of these little five steps are planting the seed for you to circle back to be part of your next movie next year or maybe your one of your future movies years and years in the future. Now, you're probably saying, Scott, this all makes sense, but this doesn't really help me right now on this film. Okay? So, I do want to share one thing that I do on all of my films. So, let's just say um, I had a hundred different potential investors I reached out to. Most of them said no. And the good news is I'm getting pretty close to getting funded, but I'm not quite able to break escrow yet. So let's just say I'm 80, 85% of the way there. Now, what I typically do at the very, very end when I'm getting close is I will go back to the very first 5, 10, 20, 30 people that I was reaching out to three, five, six, seven months ago. And I will call them up or I will send them an email and I will say, hey, great news. Um, I know the timing wasn't great when we spoke six months ago and for whatever reason you couldn't get involved, but we're just about funded. We're 85% of the way there. And if you would like to kind of stick your toe in the water for the minimum investment, Now's the perfect opportunity. And doing that process, I'm usually able to pick up one or two investors because people are much, much more likely to invest at the very, very end to be one of the, excuse me, last investors as opposed to the first, second, or third investor. No one really likes to be first. And the other thing is sometimes the timing their financial situation could be a completely different uh, state um, six months prior than it is today. So do that as well, and you might be able to pick up a couple of investors for your current film if you're currently right in the middle of your fund manning, uh, fundraising campaign. So go ahead and replay this podcast um, and use the exact language that I laid out for these communications as follow-ups on the five different steps. Um, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but this copy that I shared with you was written by my brilliant copywriting coach, Brett. That is his expertise, um, and it works. I've been doing this for 25 years, and these five steps with the language and this process, I've gotten dozens of investors Uh, who passed on some of my earlier films, but who did come back at a later time, either my next or maybe my second or third film after that, and they invested. So this absolutely works. And if you're taking the time to listen to this podcast, I applaud you. And like me, you're in this business for the long term. You probably just don't want to make one movie. Um... I've been blessed and fortunate to make almost 24, almost two dozen movies now over the last 24 years. And uh, I learn new distinctions, new strategies every single time. And that's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. 
Hope some of this information was helpful for you today. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's time! There's never been a better time to make your own indie film. And if you have a dream project you're excited about and 100% committed to getting it funded, go to financeyourmovie.com and click on the green telephone button. You'll see our calendar, and if you find an open spot, grab it. You'll get a one-on-one call with me or one of my partners. It will be the best hour you've ever spent getting clarity and strategy towards financing your movie. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.